This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to Above Grade, where each week we'll be discussing the construction landscape here in Central Ohio. This is Bryce Jacob, your host, president of J.S. Brown and Company. So, okay, last week, Greg, you and I had some good conversation. We got to know Jeff Brown a little bit and right. uh, the founder of J.S. Brown Company. He's a great guest to have on. We learned a little bit about that. And you learned a lot of terminology. Mm-hmm. Uh, I for, was, yeah, I was going to go home and swoon my wife. Yeah, and what words. did you? what kind of words did you throw at her and did they work? You know, what worked was standing seam roof. Oh, yeah? She, she seemed really impressed by that. Did you just light some candles and yeah. throw a couple stakes on the ground? Design build. Design yeah, build. But the, the one that I'm going to use after today's show, Schluter. Okay. Yeah. Oh, a teaser. Ah. So folks today don't know what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> so there's a little teaser. Uh, and, and so today we do. We've got we've got a show that's absolutely going to floor our guests. Ah, groan. <laughs> You're not supposed to groan because we, well, we teed it up last week anyway. We told you we were going to have our friends from from uh, America's Floor Source in here, and they are with us today. I've got two of them. I was able to pull two people away, and one person that you've, if you've listened to uh, me in the past on the radio, you've heard me have this uh, gentleman on, Todd Sweeney. He is currently the president of property management, which um, if you've heard us talk before, he was the president of something else. I think before that he was the president of something else. So you're very presidential. Indeed. Yes, I am. Yeah, well, worse than being a president. Mm-hmm. Of, of who knows what, but always something. Changes every day. Yeah. So pro- of property management, what in the world is that? Our property management division focuses on apartment complexes, apartment rehabs, sing- scattered site rentals, uh, folks like you that do nice remodels for, for folks in their homes, uh, house flippers and, and clients like that. House flippers. Are those like house slippers? Not so much. Okay. So those are people that will take a home, uh, update them real quickly, and then put them back on the market. Exactly. Take distressed properties, invest in them, get them cleaned up and ready for somebody to move in and sell it. There you go. So Greg, you got the opportunity to swoon your wife with flippers now. So keep that one in mind. Uh, and then you have your teammate with you, the lovely, always lovely Mar- Margaret Ryling. Yes. And Margaret, hey. Hi. How, how you doing? <laughs> doing very well. Of course, I'm in your presence. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, Margaret is an absolute blast to work with. And you come into our office on a regular basis and work with our team, which Thank is you. wonderful. And you keep us all laughing and smiling because you clearly have a good time at what you do. And that's the kind of person we like to work with. So, Todd, maybe she's presidential material herself. Very well could be. I need a, pred- a, a successor, that is. <laughs> a predator? <laughs> a predecessor, I was going to say a predecessor, but okay. tongue-tied. I was worried about that. I mean, there's some <laughs> things I don't know about Margaret, apparently. <laughs> so, Margaret, it's great to have you in Thank here you. with us. And so you're kind of new to the area, too. I am. Originally yeah. from Indiana. Um, I guess it's Fort Wayne, the redheaded stepchild of Indy. If anybody is from Indianapolis or from Indiana, no, I'm from Toledo, Ohio, so I know what you mean for our state. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's the same thing. Potato, potato. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So, well, that's good. So you moved here from Fort Wayne, uh, and you came for flooring. I did. Cool. So, So how did this all happen? Well, I followed a boy here. That's where <laughs> um, it always starts, right? So she is a predator. I told you. <laughs> I am a predator. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> so I followed a boy, um, actually started in flooring, obviously in Fort Wayne, and loved it. Had no idea that I'd be, oh my gosh, a, a flooring geek, but I've quickly become become one mm-hmm. um, and had a really nice opportunity with uh, 
obviously AFS, America's Floor Source, to work with the people I love, the remodelers, that the high design uh, clientele. So I'm curious, what do you like about Columbus since moving here? I love its heartbeat. I know that sounds maybe odd and peculiar, but it has a little Huey Lewis to me. It it has its own like personality. It's kind of its own entity. There's always something going on. There's always something to do. Um, And everybody is so friendly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a good town. It's a, they're very friendly unless you're a Michigan fan. Yeah. Which I'm not. So. Okay. Well then they're friendly to you. That's (laughs) great. (laughs) So good job. All right. So how does the remodeling market compare to what was in Fort Wayne? Fort Wayne, we didn't have a lot of remodeling. It's more new construction there um, than a remodeling world where here it's, um, I mean, obviously a mix of both, but the re- I feel like the remodeling world, more people are wanting to stay in that location versus mo- maybe moving out of the city and then, mm-hmm. you know, building a whole new construction versus they found that home, you know, exactly where they want to be right on that river's edge or right where, you know, their little tiny diner is down the corner or down the street mm-hmm. to, to fix that house up and, and make it their own. Yeah. Put their little finishing touches on it. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah, this is a good market and there's a lot going on in it. We talked about that on the show before and we'll talk about it a lot more as long as the economy keeps doing what it does here. And so I know you guys are pretty busy. We are very busy. We're we're busy in, in all of our divisions that we operate out of. So we, we operate our, our new construction division that's primarily residential. We do some commercial work. We don't focus that much on it today, although it's something we're looking to, to increase focus on shortly. We are very busy in the apartments. There's a lot of uh, some older properties that some bigger companies are buying and, and remodeling and getting them up to, to competition level with the new stuff that some of the really nice products that are being produced today are, are heavily competing with, especially the older products. But we've got some companies that have been doing some great work revitalizing some of the older communities and your day-to-day turns are mm-hmm. are, are, are really um, busy right now. And there's a lot of remodeling going on. You got a lot of competition out there doing a lot of work, but that I don't see that slowing down anytime soon because as Margaret had, had referred to earlier, people want to take where they live and if their family is growing and they're outgrowing their home, a lot of people prefer to just make some additions or changes within their current home as opposed to moving away to somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. So the short north in particular has just been booming. They're tearing a lot of structures down and building high rise or mid rise rather apartment living. Are you involved in those projects as well? We are. We are. As a matter of fact, there's a a company that we do business with both on the new construction and the turn side where they have a large handful of, they've got a nice portfolio, I should say, of existing product Mm -hmm. and they are building feverishly in the short north with those mixed use products where, where you might have some retail on the first floor and then the upper floors, mid rises mainly, uh, you'll have those uh, apartment, those nice, really nicely laid out apartments. Yeah. So I always like to do a little uh, investigative work and maybe I'll do this with you. You probably get a little bit of insight of what kind of projects are coming on the horizon that the rest of the public doesn't know about because of them talking to you about what they need inside their buildings. Do you know of anything that you're at liberty to discuss with us here? Not necessarily at liberty to discuss right now. But do you know about some? I do know of some. We we network <laughs> uh, we network with a, a group called the Construction Leaders, and um, within this network, we we have a tight knit group of folks that we 
um, share some information with basically so that we are all in the know of, of what's coming on the horizon. We also pull permits from the different recorders websites. Mm-hmm. So if a, if a company is pulling a permit for, for excavation work, we know that on down the line, there's going to be, you know, floors and walls and, and sure. everything else that, that go along with that. So we're pretty adept at. You sick Margaret on those people then? We do, yes, and yeah. they, they have to watch out. Predator, Predator. Margaret. Yeah, she will stalk them. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's good. Well, maybe after uh, we're done with the show, you and I can go grab a cold one, and I can talk some of those out of you. I Absolutely. just like to know what's going on. So construction leaders, that sounds like some people I should maybe get on this program and pick their brain, put them on the spot. Absolutely, That's yes. part of what we want to do on the program is keep everybody excited about the city. You said the heartbeat earlier, mm-hmm. Margaret, and I think the heartbeat of the city is very good with what we have growing in and around the area and watching it grow. And I'm excited because everyone needs floors. So you guys are, are right there. It's not like they're going to say, you know what, we're going to pass on the flooring. Uh, <laughs> we're just going to go with, I don't, I don't know, what would what, what you go? Old, a old bunch of schluter. Carpet? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a word. That's Greg's word for the day is schluter. So, um, and that's his question. You know, he brought up schluter and everyone's sitting here going, ooh, I want to swoon my wife or the boy I followed to Columbus and use this word. So what is schluter exactly? Schluter is actually a waterproofing system for uh, mostly showers. They do a okay. lot of um, metals. It's a German actual company that has kind of developed actually from one tiny little piece called a sheen. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ooh, another I, word. Yeah, I know. Write that one down. Yep. The <laughs> and, sheen of a Schluter. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly win you over. <laughs> Comes in silver if you need it. <laughs> um but it's actually a, a really nice company that um, has a, a lot of just every little moving part and piece that you need for more tile applications. Mm-hmm. So you don't really see the Schluter because it's uh, it's underneath whatever material you're putting on top of it. Correct. correct. All right. Correct. Very good. Good stuff. Well, Greg, there you go. Uh, there's your there's your Schluter. Good luck with that. So, good good luck with that. Let us know how that works out. You know what? You'll have to tune in next week and uh, and listen to the next podcast because we'll get a full report. And how the Schluter, uh, the sheen of the Schluter worked. That's a tongue twister. Yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes. Okay, so remodeling's going great. New build's going great. Everything in the world of flooring is going great. So how do you keep up with demand? It's difficult. The uh, One of our biggest problems today is keeping, not keeping, but adding on to our stable of installers. We're, we're very good at keeping our installers. We keep them happy, but the labor force as it is in, in most of the construction industry today is is not as deep as it could be or or can be and you know finding and cultivating that talent is is definitely a challenge but one thing that we've done recently to get in front of that is we've built a new warehouse that has a training center attached to it so we hold training sessions on a several a week my crew goes through one training a week and a, one big training per month. We also hold some training sessions. From, as a matter of fact, we had Schluter in two weeks ago doing <laughs> training for several of our customers as well. So we invite customers in, and we train our crews so that we can, we can keep that f- workforce flowing in the right direction. Yeah, that's good because I, I often think about, what we run into in construction and how you keep up with the demand and and all of you have to keep up with the demand that we have. And so I know the product changes. So how often does the product change where 
you have a demand for something and then you start to run low on inventory or they stop making a run, whether it be tile. And that's what we can get into that too. What are all the different types of flooring you carry? But how often are you changing inventory out or having to monitor the limits of what you have? We actually do a really good job of staying ahead of that. And part of that is because the lar- a large part of our business is new construction. So they have their selection centers and the, and we also do selections in our showroom. So if we have a drop, we pull it from our showroom right away, typically before it's dropped so that we're getting ahead of, of selections. If a builder selection center has a drop, they do do the same thing. And we typically have our selections in line well in advance of when the when it is needed. So with that in mind, we get ahead of it and we have a solution in place in the event that something's dropped. Or if we have a drop product, we can check into our backlog of sales to see if we need to order any ahead of time before it's too late. With our property management division, we stock heavily, so we don't really run into that very often. On the rare circumstance that we run into that with, say, a retail customer or a higher end or or even moderate end remodel customer, it's as soon as we find out, we let them know, do we need to reselect? Can I get the materials? And we change accordingly depending on what, what we're challenged with. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Well, you know, um, Greg's over here, and I know he's probably got some questions for you. Well, I actually, I went to the boss on this one. I told my wife that we're having the flooring experts in. So uh, we we just remodeled our home about a year ago, and we have nice wood floors in our kitchen and everything. And a year later, we've got two kids, a dog, and a busy lifestyle. They're already mildly loved. But our question that she's having a problem with is, how? what's a good way, a good uh, solution to uh, keeping those floors clean and trying to minimize the wear and tear and, and scratches that you're going to get just from everyday you know, living with a family on wood floors. Well, get I'll rid speak of the to kids that. or get yeah, rid of the, the pets. Yeah, get oh. rid of the dog and the kids and everything. And wear socks. <laughs> Only socks. So socks. there you have it. Stay up. Don't have flooring, right? <laughs> don't walk oh, on oh, the okay. floor. Do you guys walk on your floors? That's, <laughs> on your that's crazy talk. <laughs> uh, the best thing to do is keep the floor swept. What's uh, one of the things that scratches your floors are the dirt or debris or maybe rocks that got stuck in your shoe on the way in. So keeping them free of debris is is key. Preventing the dog or this matchbox cars from scratching the floor is just not going to happen. There's that's all yeah. there is to it. That's that's a fact of life. So you know, keeping the debris off is good. Now the flooring manufacturers would tell me I'm crazy for this, but I clean my floors with vinegar and water solution. So it doesn't leave any residue. A lot of the finish manufacturers or companies that make finish or flooring manufacturers will tell you that's not a good thing. And they there's they all make their own cleaning solution, which works fine as well. I find that the vinegar and water leaves absolutely zero residue, no streaks or anything. You can experience that with some other cleaners. You definitely do not want to use an orange glow or a Murphy's oil soap or anything that could leave buildup on the floor. So that's okay to leave what you just said in the show. It's not going to uh, jeopardize your presidency, is it? I, w- I hope not. All right. I, not. I just want to make sure. You know, you I don't want the know. flooring manufacturers after you for the oil vinegar or the water and vinegar comments. <laughs> I'm thinking of salad all of a sudden with oil and vinegar. Delicious. Kind of building on the same question. We have um, some vinyl tile in like a mudroom and bathroom and some other locations. What are the uh, vinyl options instead of the wood? You know, that might might hold up a little bit better. Are they worth it? Do they look as nice? 
What what do you have out there that um, that might fit that? Because we've been pleased with the vinyl, but of course that's just in the bathroom and some of those those space, not in the main big area, living area where we are most of the time. There are they are making some of the LVPs out there, that luxury vinyl plank, um, and the LVP is kind of that acronym that they've shortened it down to that actually has a beveled edge that maybe has an embossed and registered look where they're, you know, you see a knot hole on that on that plank or that board and it actually looks like a knot, you know, I mean, it's, it's registered and it's, it's visible there. So it has a little bit more realistic. Again, it's still not real, but it's a little bit more friendly to those active lifestyles. They're typically a waterproof um, material. So they're not, you don't have to worry about the dog bowl dish swelling or a juice box getting drizzled down, you know, down the corridor there and, you know, having your, obviously your hard, real hardwood floors ruined. Um, they're some of the tile looks they're making, Groutable. Um, now it's not a cement-based grout; it's usually an acrylic, but still has a little bit more realistic look than some of the vinyls that are just, you know, are butting up next to each other. So they, it's still, it's not. How do I say that? It's not necessarily an investment back into your home, but it is a flooring. A lot of them are floating. So if you'd ever want to, once the kids grow and the Mashbox cars are sold at a garage sale, and you wanted to upgrade to that back at that into that investment. It's an easy, kind of easy fix. Easy removal. Um, then obviously you got a clean slate for uh, either tile or hardwood. All right. Awesome. Well, we love questions around here, and we love questions from none other than Susie Q. And it's time to queue up Susie Q. It's Susie Q. All right. It's time for those Susie Qs, and that means it's time for questions from Sue from Toledo. And that is also known as my mother. Hi, Mom. Hi, Bryce. How are you? I'm really good. It's sunny today, so how can you not be good? I don't know. I don't know how you couldn't be good on a sunny day, especially when it's been so rainy around these parts. So I am glad that you're joining us today because uh, when I was telling you about our guests, you said you had a lot of questions. So I thought you could call in and, and ask these questions of either Margaret or Todd. So Susie Q, it's all you. Okay. Well, our house is 28 years old. We built it. And originally, we had the white pine floor put in. It's a random width um, pine. It's 11 inch, 7 and 3 inches. I measured it, in fact. And um, the finish, after all these years, of course, has worn down. And it's really worn down to the wood in some places where it gets heavy wear. And We've talked about having it refinished, but um, just aren't sure where to go, being that we live, don't live in Columbus, and probably you wouldn't come up here to do it, but um, it's a distress. Would you go up to Toledo to do this, the red-headed stepchild of Ohio? We're going to decline that offer. <laughs> okay, I thought so. All right. They'll tell you what to do, though. Okay. I have some advice for you. Okay. So pine is much different than most other species when it comes to refinishing it. Mm-hmm. It's very fickle and it takes the right person to do that work on pine. Pine doesn't take stain or finish the way that oak or hickory or maple does. And not everybody who's doing these floors have done pine before. So if it's their first time encountering pine, you should send them away packing right away when they hit the door. 
So is that because it's a soft wood? Or? It is. That's uh-huh. exactly right. It's a soft yeah. wood. It's not technically a hard wood, but a lot of it has been used for subfloors and for flooring over the years. My mm-hmm. in-laws have a home that was built in the late 1800s that has pine in it, and mm-hmm. it had been refinished about 20 years ago, and it's experiencing a very similar um, result today in that it's chipped in a few places. It is worn through in a few places. It's just the the fact of that floor. It, it's going to need to be refinished. Yeah, we knew it would happen eventually with it because it has a real distressed look, which we like because it, it's a colonial home. And this particular builder, who now builds in Columbus, by the way, um, that he was left one Toledo his, for Columbus. Can you yes, believe it? Yes, he did. He scared off. Ours was the last house he built in Toledo, by the way. <laughs> it's like, you know what? After clients like this, I am getting no, out I'm out of here. No, I actually <laughs> laughed halfway through, and we had to finish it ourselves. But anyway, it was uh, it was something we liked because we had been in some of his homes, and we liked that distressed look. So now that the polyurethane has worn off in places, we were told by a floor man, oh, probably 10 years ago, that... Because I had used Murphy's oil soap and water to clean it, he said the polyurethane has been affected in some way. He said you'd really have to strip it down completely. I use vinegar water, vinegar in water now. But oh, wow. That's a Todd. great way to do it. Yeah. You must yeah. be from Toledo. Don. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we knew that up here. I don't know if you knew that down there, but it's supposed to work really well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we didn't... Um, you know, I never pursued that any further as far as having it refinished, but I know it should be. So is there a truth to that with the Murphy's oil soap? There is. As a matter of fact, we were just talking about that prior to the break or prior to your phone call, that I use vinegar and water on my floors and to, to suggest that nobody ever uses Murphy's oil soap mm-hmm. or a orange glow type product, either the manufacturer's recommended cleaning product or I use vinegar and water. Mm-hmm. It works basis. well. It does, and it doesn't leave any residue. And yeah. that Murphy's oil soap can have a long-lasting negative effect where you mm-hmm. do have to take it all the way down to the wood. Sometimes with some floors, you can abrade the top layer of that finish and get that off. It's called screening and coating and then applying a new coat of finish. But that doesn't get rid of any scratch, like, it only gets rid of surface scratches. And if you're worn through the wood in one place and not in others, you still want to bring everything down to the same level. So mm-hmm. some people can use a screen and coat, but sometimes that screen and coat can can fail if at some point in the past that there was a product like a Murphy's oil soap or a product that was used that can leave remnants behind and, and some buildup. So the unfortunate reality is you need to have it sanded to the to the wood itself and then refinished and you be very careful and I, I'll walk you through the process and help you if you'd like but you need to be very careful who you hire to do this because mm-hmm. if they're not well versed on it they can do more damage than good well I think the very fact he told me that I assumed that he probably knew what he was talking about but um, how do you go about finding a good floor refinisher I imagine you've got the Googles in the in that area. Yeah. She so, always has yeah. the Googles. So, uh, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I learned that the from Googles. Bryce, you know. <laughs> I would, me everything I know. <laughs> I would do some research, some internet research, read some reviews, pare it down to two or three companies, and then and then talk to them 
about okay. their process and try to gauge what they really know about pine, if if anything, and choose from you know from that pared down set of, mm-hmm. of companies. And I could hand you some questions or or give you some advice as to what to ask them to make sure that you're you're choosing the right company. Oh, right. that's great. I always like to research and make sure I'm choosing the right one because, you know, we've taken really good care of our house and a lot of people can't believe it's as old as it is. So You do a nice job. Yeah, people should right. come see it at the holidays. It's just beautifully decorated. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. For, do you have any more uh, questions for us since this is our Suzy Q segment? Uh, I have a question for you, Bryce. Yes. Since we've oh. been having all this sunshine, which we're not used to, I mean, yes. it's been, what, eight months or something, are you using your sunscreen when you're outside? You know, I will. Um, okay. Very soon, I want to get a new bottle of sunscreen. Okay. Well, make sure it has a high number to it because we have to protect that baby skin of yours. I I will <laughs> definitely do that. Thank you, Mom, for caring okay. for me so much. Very I tender do. skin. All right. Okay. Well, give the girls our love. Oh, I will do that. Love okay. you, Mom. Nice to meet you. Bye, Susie. <laughs> bye, Todd. Thank you very much. You got it. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. bye-bye. Well, it's always nice to hear from Mom. Glad you guys got a chance to talk with her just a little bit and answer her questions because she asks me doozies all the time. So it's always nice to get a little help. So on restoring floors, do you do that as part of what you do or are you just into new flooring? We are just into new flooring. We don't do any floor refinishing or carpet cleaning. We have done those in the past and learned that we better focus on what we are experts at and leave that to the other companies that focus on those types of services. That's smart. Be narrow and deep. Exactly. So I like your advice. I want everyone to write this down because it's kind of your motto for protecting floors. At least I think it is. And, uh, and it should be. And I want to see a big sign hanging in your lobby in the future. Free of debris is key. Yes. You said it earlier. And I like the sounds of that. We're going to put it on our website. Free of debris is key. If not sooner. Greg, you got that? You could probably say that to your wife tonight. You know what? If we keep this floor free of debris, it'll be key. Say it in a very demeaning manner, and I'm sure it'll go over very well. That's what I was going to say. She look at me and says, you know where the broom is, yeah, right? Probably <laughs> here's the vacuum. Here's the, here's the broom. Have at it. Speaking of that, we might as well give you a tip of the week since we gave you a motto of the week and we had some Susie keys. Here's a tip of the week that I want you to have. It's time for the tip of the week. Think big picture before planning remodeling projects. Understand how your remodeling project could impact other projects that you may be planning for a later date, and do them in an order that will not lead to duplicating costs. For example, if you're planning to refinish your floors, but also see a kitchen remodeling project in the future, you may want to design a full scope of the project to make sure you don't refinish or install new floors and later reconfigure your kitchen layout. That will lead to refinishing your floors again and costs you won't want to incur again. That's your tip for the week. Now let's get back to our guest. All right, so I'm here with Todd and Margaret, and you just heard the tip of the week, and it had to do with flooring. Isn't that nice how we worked that in? That's mm-hmm. a crazy coincidence. I know. Well, you'd kind of encourage them to do it out of order so you get all the new flooring. That's exactly right. <laughs> we finish them now. I know you guys are sneaky like that, especially Predator Margaret over there. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's like that. So, well, let me ask you this. Now, you, you folks still have the mobile uh, van that goes around the... We, we sure do. Yeah. We have several of them, Yes. And, and how, what is that called again? The It's the mobile floor source. Oh, so simple enough. It I is. botched that up pretty badly, <laughs> but the mobile floor source. Yes. Yes. All right, good. 
it is it's a big sprinter van nicely wrapped well maintained that is full of our best options that we can offer our clients and we will come to your home and show samples help make selections take some measurements provide an estimate there's no cost associated with this if we we are our intention is to earn your business but there is no high pressured sales gimmicks or any pressure at all really we want to earn your business and we're going to show you good value. We're going to educate you about the process along the line and we're going to put our best foot forward and offer a fair price every time. Cool. And so how do people learn more about that? You can go to our website, americasfloorsource.com. Our main number is 614-237-3181. And from that main number, we can get you to any location or answer any questions that you might have about any of our processes. And do you have Margaret's cell phone number to give out so people can just randomly call and talk to her? We don't allow her to have a cell phone. Too much damage control <laughs> off the bat. All right. But you could come in and visit you. You certainly could. You can come into any of our three Columbus locations. Our, our main location is at 3442 Millennium Court. It's near the airport and Easton, kind of between the two. Also near our flagship showroom at 3442 is our outlet center and clearance center at 3774 Millennium Court. And then we also have a showroom on Treby Road between Riverside Drive and Wilson Road. We also have a location in Orange Point Business Park, which is off of Orange Road and 23. Very nice showrooms. Yeah, so a lot of options to cover the city and cover their floors. Indeed. So that's good. Well, thanks for joining me today and uh, and sharing us sharing with us everything about flooring. Margaret, any parting words before we break here? No, just the fact that, um, you know, working in two different states now, um, working for a couple of different, um, you know, flooring uh, companies, honestly, America's Floor Source, the, the amount that they can handle, the ethical just every every time i mean it's hands down very fair very honest um i've i've enjoyed working working here and getting to know the city and obviously helping your clients um bryce have has been a lot Thank of you. fun mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a lot Thank of fun you. we have fun clients so that's good good but news. yeah but no i i Thanks. love this company and i uh, i really do appreciate uh, everything fun fact we were just voted by the columbus dispatch as the second best company in Columbus to work for unsolicited didn't know it was coming had no idea the poll was out there not just a, a be- second best flooring company but the second best company wow in that's Columbus huge to work accomplishment for. That's, for, for those of Great. us that have been there for some time I've been there for almost 16 years and for those of us who who hire and train and, and manage it's a it's a it's a very nice compliment that we didn't expect yeah, to get that's fantastic do you know who was first I think it was J.S. Brown. Brown Company. Pretty sure it's J.S. Brown. Let me check. Yes, no, we just haven't J. gotten the notification yeah, yet, but <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> I'm sure it's coming. There's Mail room slow. for opportunity for sure. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for coming on. It's always great to have you. Uh, really appreciate it here. And hopefully we get you back on another time. I can't wait. Be waiting by the phone. Always great to be here. appreciate the time. And right. your partnership. Yeah, it's fun. Much. We do have a lot of fun together. And and folks, if you got questions uh, that maybe we didn't answer for you or Susie Q took up all of our time, um, you can go ahead and send your questions to us or, or about anything, not just flooring, but anything that's on your mind or you have a suggestion for our uh, future upcoming podcast, go to abovegrade at jsbrowncompany.com and you can send your questions, comments, and any feedback for us. 
So next week we got something good for you. You want to you want to tune in for we're we're taking things outside and you'll hear the latest trends in outdoor living with Rhine Landscape Company. So be sure to check out Above Grade every week for exciting news surrounding construction in Central Ohio at jsbrowncompany.com. If you can't get enough of the construction news, be sure to check out our archive of Above Grade podcasts at iTunes and at JS Brown Company. Still want more? Be sure to tune in to From Our House to Your Home, the Remodeler Showcase with Frog Hauling each Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. on Sunny 95. Till next week, this is Bryce Jacob wishing you a great week. Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.